Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined as always by Trace Finicaro and Arthur Herbert Espazarelli. Interesting. That is a one gunner Kennedy. Well, otherwise, um, otherwise known as the Fonz. Hey. <laughs> you jumped the shark. So, uh, not happy about a lot of stuff um, this week, but uh, this topic is a little lighter than than some of the kind of nonsense that's going on right now and the craziness. Um, I want to talk about SodaStream. <laughs> so I am uh, admittedly and sadly. Anybody else hearing like an echo? I can hear you echo a little bit. Maybe it's on my own headphones. Yeah, let's we'll see. It's not it's not too bad, I don't think. I'm probably just I'm like humping the microphone right now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have these giant headphones next to the mic now too. So I'll turn my gain down a little bit for you, Wade. No, it's it's like my voice echoing. Like I'm wondering if it does. Yeah, because no, because it. one of us has our fucking volume oh, up too loud, and your it. voice is coming back through our yes. brains, out our nostrils, through my vagina. I don't have a vagina. Your face and vagina. Then straight into it's the your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be that'll be the title. Face vagina is my mouth. You know, you know, there, there, there's the, 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 yeah. We'll get that to a little later. There's an entertainment experience that lets you, uh, lets you do that as an add-on. Get a, get a, you get bonus points for that particular uh, character choice. But uh, yeah. <laughs> You're talking about like 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 if I'm playing a video game, I can select a skin called Face Vagina. I know you 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 could in theory probably actually just have one in game, like not a skin. It's just it's just but. there. I'm trying to conceptualize this. It's breaking my brain. Well, you almost as bad as Pepsi broke Soda Stream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Like wait, like to get nice. back on track there. So obviously, I um. Anybody that knows me, I get a real soda problem. And uh, I want to say like four years ago, maybe, uh, I bought a soda stream. Or actually, one was purchased for me. Um, and it's great. I love it. Uh, they have all these. They had, excuse me, all these different flavors. Um, you can make it you know, on demand. You don't have to buy a ton of like diet Pepsi or diet root beer or whatever soda you want, regular Pepsi or Coke or whichever you, you choose. But I noticed uh, I hadn't used it in a little while. Um, and when I went to, uh, I've tried target and Walmart. When I went to these stores, I noticed that there are very, very few flavors left. They're not really being kept in stock. And it was just really strange. So I went on Amazon, of course, because you can't get it at the grocery stores. And we'll touch back on that. We'll, we'll come around back to that. I went on Amazon uh, because I know that you can order them for there. And they're not available on Amazon anymore either, like the, the quote-unquote syrups. Uh, so I just kind of did some digging. And I realized, which was unbeknownst to me, um, that back in August of 2018, uh, PepsiCo, PepsiCo bought them for $3.2 billion. Um, and it kind of feels like <laughs> that the purchase was 
essentially just to put SodaStream out of business. Just to take um, over. Yeah, just like, yeah, we're kind of done with this shit. Um, we're not going to do anything with it. We're just going to, you know, they still make soda streams. Like you can still get the like little like, uh, I barely want to call it a machine. It's really just a CO2 distribution unit, essentially. Um, but it's like, it's not supported anymore. Like the, the brand, as far as the, you know, the syrups and things like that, which it's not entirely worthless without the syrups, but that's kind of the, point of them like yeah. it was kind of if you wanted like a diet pepsi um so honestly i'm i have one soda stream syrup uh that expired back in february of diet coke that is running very low and yes i'm ashamed to admit i am still consuming it even though it is three months past expiration so so <laughs> pepsi bought them, which means you, you'll still be able to get diet pepsi for the soda stream right no they never came out with like Pepsi. Never came out with their <laughs> brand name line. They literally well, there's like, licensing. There's probably licensing tied up with that thing too. But how, you know, how is that possible though? Because if they own it, they should be able to put their own license. Well, no, well, no. But you're. But basically, it, it's this. It's like if did it become a wholly owned did it become a part of pepsi or did pepsi just take a controlling interest in the stock because the company itself may have signed contracts with coca-cola that there would have been a penalty to get out of or something like that so it's i don't have a ton of information pepsico said on monday it's acquiring all soda streams outstanding shares at 144 bucks per share well and that that also this also cuz it's weird because like you look back and they were talking about Pepsi buying them out back in 2012. So it's almost like it was a company specifically concocted just to get, you know, it's, it's, it's a food, it's a food company, but effectively it was a startup, like one of the Silicon Valley ones whose only purpose is to get bought out by a big, like it was, they weren't about making a commercial product. It was, we want to get bought out by somebody bigger so that we can cash out you know, like the founders can cash out at the end of the day. So my whole life, my father has been trying to convince me to get one of those gigantic CO2 tanks that, you know, you use for like a keg of beer and just charge water and make my own seltzer. Now I really like drinking seltzer. So I'm one of the few people who would buy a soda stream and not actually make what most people would consider soda out of it. However, the CO2 is not in short supply, right? You're just talking about the syrup, right? And But the syrup yeah. has oh, to be yeah. compatible with the unit? So, no, actually, and this is the crazy thing. Um, so the CO2 is just a little canister that you screw in. You can exchange them at, at uh, Target or Walmart. Mm-hmm. Or truly, really, if you know like a gas guy, you could just have him fill them for you. Like have It's not a complicated them. thing. Yeah, like mm-hmm. and it would be ridiculously cheap like yeah very 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 cheap um the syrup is literally just in a canister uh you know it, it's it's just a syrup so what you do is you pop your you fill your I'll, I'll explain it's pretty pretty quick and pretty easy pretty straightforward um you fill your you have like proprietary bottles essentially that fit into the the machine the the soda stream if you will excuse me um you fill that up to the like the fill line with the water you 
set it in the system so it's set. You press this button on the top. You hear the gas release essentially three times. It's like three like bursts, like psh, psh, psh. And that's it. You pull it out, and then you literally just pour syrup into that um, carbonated water, pop the cap on, and let it kind of you know mix through. That's really all it is. So anyone could make the syrup, and there right. are other people kind of that are making syrups kind of for it, but all the reviews mm-hmm. I've read are like, this pl- This stuff is shit. Like, it's right. like, it's complete trash. So, I mean, first of all, there's a quality control issue. Like, I, if you really think about this from a corporate perspective, there's a quality control issue because you, if you're Pepsi, the last thing you want is for someone to go to uh, a restaurant and get the wrong mixture of your drink right? Because it puts a bad taste in your mouth and you associate that with a drink to the point where like, have you guys seen the, uh, the people online, there's like a conspiracy about the taste of Coke at McDonald's being better than any other place on the planet. Have you yes. guys seen this? Yeah. I've not seen it. No, I, I'm, I'm familiar with this story. Well, cause the, the, the gist of it is that they say that McDonald's Coke is fundamentally different than any other Coke that you get. And you know, it's kind of a, it's an interesting concept of subjective experience in a holistic, you know, like holistic experience, which is that, and, and of course, people who say that don't go to the McDonald's, don't go to the one in Canastota because they don't fucking dial the machine on a regular basis. But <laughs> it's so funny because, uh, you know, have, having living, in, I live in Canastota and having going to McDonald's like on a fairly regular basis. Um, brought back sodas this week and the uh the cashier said i'm sorry something went wrong with the machine (laughs) and the kids are drinking their sodas and one of them's like this doesn't taste like a coke and the other one's like this tastes like a diet and they're all just complaining around the table and i'm sipping them now mind you they all came out of the same machine (laughs) i'm sipping them and every single one of them had a different flavor to it so i'm supporting your i'm supporting your point point about the canistota mcdonald's they might not uphold the 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 the, the coke standard but i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt no it's all all good um well because the, the the nature that they talk about is that McDonald's specific McDonald's specifically was the the quintessential archetype of a restaurant, which is that you get food in an American McDonald's and it's supposed to taste exactly the same in a French McDonald's or a Japanese McDonald's. You know, like that. It's the it's that universe. It's the, the what do I call it? Like Anthony Bourdain talks about like one of the things that America doesn't have is a concept of local food. Like a lot of our dining decisions are based on this idea that we want, you know, we want a consistent experience, but to do that, we kind of like lose a lot of the interesting stuff. But, right. but to that effect is that, you know, McDonald's Coke is served with food that's deliberately like kind of its recipes are tweaked to taste the best. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe the Coke doesn't taste the best at McDonald's. It just tastes the best with McDonald's. So are you saying, uh, to reference 2020 memes, so uh, do the Coke at McDonald's, do that shit just hit different? Is that what you're telling me? Yes. Nice. You know, but and, and like they're they're at the point too. Like their ice cubes have to be a specific size to maximize the surface. You know, it's 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 like that Snickers shit. Like they spent more they spent more money figuring out the optimum construction of a Snickers bar 
than they did for the the primary engine in a Saturn V moon rocket. <laughs> can we agree that it's a great ratio? Yes, but like there's hard, there's like hard, like could have solved string theory kind of research that went into that. We, we yeah, we we decided to allocate allocate that resource to how the how the Coke tastes at McDonald's. Yeah, not out of not out of like <laughs> not fusion energy yeah. or anything like that. Like not a like life on other planets. Like nah, we let's make the Coke taste really good at McDonald's. Let's, let's fuck with them a little bit let's, and, let's, and have them try and figure out why. Yes, life's mysteries. Well, it wasn't wasn't one of the World War II German rocket engineers like repurposed for NASA. Like, wasn't he making like well, missiles? There's, a, there's well, there's a bunch of them, but the most famous yeah. one be, would be a gentleman by the name of Orner von Braun, who's the guy who designed <laughs> it's like, the. Uh, it's like what's two. what are all those shackled people doing? Oh, they're uh, they're building they're building my weapons. Okay, um, you want to work for NASA? Yeah. All right, come on over. You work for NASA, or you just put people, you just be put to death at a, at a war crime <laughs> tribunal. Go, go. Actually, yeah. What's what's the Alabama? What's the Alabama football? The the, the like the, the franchise team. Uh, the college obviously got to be college, right? No, no. I'm talking like professionals. Like, what's the professional? It's like go, go. Are you talking about Roll Tide? Like, I'm. Because I don't think Alabama NFL. has a professional. Alabama doesn't have a professional football team. Really. It's only right. yeah, the oh. Alabama tide, roll tide. Go the Crimson roll tide. tide. Go go the Crimson Tide. Go. You know, it's just a German guy with a foam finger on. I, I love it, Gunner, when you talk about sports ball. Sports ball. It makes my day. <laughs> hey man. I, I try to designed, avoid it like the plague. I just I, I just try and design mutant league athletes. I never pretend that like I'm up to date on Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's, that's been my project for the last couple of weeks. So, uh, not to bring back to Soda Stream, it's I just I guess I have a tough time because they used to have like Soda Stream would have like knockoffs too. Like so, instead of their own brands, they would have like I don't know what they called it now, but it was like a Coke knockoff, and it was pretty close mm-hmm. from what I remember. Yeah. Oh, those are fireworks going off in my uh, community because I live essentially in the heart of the ghetto, and. um Yes, fireworks. Pretty much when it starts to get warm out, there'll be fireworks until it starts to get cold out. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Fire, um, air quote fireworks. So, so I watch I watch Shark Tank. I really like the show. Um, I just like it for its entertainment value. Um, I like listening to entrepreneurs try to figure out if they want to take the plunge with these um, with these other entrepreneurs. Trace. And, uh, Trace, just a real quick, real quick, and I'm not going to make a point. If you like Shark Tank, uh-huh. watch Dragons Den. It's like Shark Tank, it's, but it's, it's, but is that way like more the British snarkier. version or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's really yeah. good. I I've seen clips from it because you know you can't be on YouTube for hours a day without eventually coming across some odd recommended video. That lady, that lady is freaking brutal. Yeah, they're all brutal, but yeah. well, no, but I mean, like, what is it, Alan Sugar? Um. Guy like was it Spectrum? What the frick was it? Um, but yeah, there's 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 a bunch of very funny British businessmen on there, business people on there. That lady is that lady is a full on freaking. She she's she she's a tough lady. She's she is an iron. She lady. is she is. Sorry, Trace. Go ahead. One of the phrases that uh, 
uh, Mr. Wonderful is very famous for is when he sees a brand that tries to take on something like Big Soda, he says, you know, what's preventing, let's say, Pepsi from crushing you like the cockroach that you are? And he says it all the time when somebody's trying to reinvent a product that's already that's already saturated and is very competitive like 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 beverages and it's interesting because you know you're you you saying like did they really just buy it just to get rid of the competition um that seems extremely plausible as well because why not like if everyone just started making their own soda like why would they buy it microsoft's whole business Microsoft's whole business model throughout the late 90s into the mid 2000s was basically that was just buying companies mm -hmm. that had a better technology or something like that and let it right. rot on the vine. Right. Which is um, why they had weird stuff like, like, internally. like visual Fox pro and Microsoft access were the same fucking product. Microsoft word and Microsoft works were the same product. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about and they would just, they would do mine. Ooh, oh, that Gunner, was a cool okay? sound. Gunner died. Are, am, am, am I back? Gunner, uh, you got hit by an EMT. Yeah, it's not a little me? weird. Oh, yeah, but it's scratchy. Uh, my, my microphone got unplugged partially. That sounds like poop now. It's crazy how well it's working. All right, give me a second. Although being unplugged. And I said EMT instead of EMP. All right. Am I still crap? It's like, like you know, yes, yeah, it's like person. scratchy and and uh, wait, yeah, it's All like right. scratchy. Yeah, it sounds bad. Do you think our fans have a drinking game and the, everyone has to do a shot when Gunner gets disconnected? <laughs> or like, how often do we like break fourth wall and just like it's all yeah, <laughs> we reveal like how the sausage is made? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's all of us just sitting in bathtubs naked masturbating. Mm -hmm. That's how you make the sausage. You, you have to take steak. your off to do that. Much better, Gunner. Gunner. Much Gunner, better. You you fixed it. So fixed you said you could still get some of these on Amazon, but the reviews suck, right? Like, well, you can't get any of the Soda Stream ones on Amazon. You can there there are some places it's kind of scarce, but you can kind of find some like kind of oddball flavors. But like there are like suggested, um, I, I guess suggested replacements that like mm -hmm. smaller companies are putting out. But dude, the reviews are all so bad. They're like. So but it's and they're is, expensive. This is a multifaceted problem, right? Because number one is, do you buy a brand new machine and keep getting the supplies for that specific machine, right? Ooh, that would be really, really not financially uh, gainful. Okay, okay. So you're just talking about getting the syrups at this point. Yeah, gotcha. And that's kind of how the business model, anyways, it looked like was like yeah. they'd make well, the money on the syrups. Well, I I thought they made the money on the carbon the carbon dioxide cylinders because there was a whole legal encumbrance. Like they did the Keurig thing, like you couldn't get refills on them. You had to buy specific soda stream cylinders from. Yeah, the I mean, and in fairness, it like to return one, it's like uh, I think it's twelve to fifteen bucks, depending on if you go to Walmart or Target. It's not. Exactly like identical, tank, but it's it's like that little tank of CO two costs the same amount to refill a propane tank. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, and or you could just get the adapter that lets you use the the, the, the keg one. Or Albert, the, you know, Albert uh, wants you to do it. He's telling you to. It's it's <laughs> echoing in my ear. You know, we got we got these CO two tanks. How, you know, you're talking you're talking about struggling with your uh, your syrup. How would you feel if you were one of those suckers 
that bought the Samsung fridges with the soda stream dispensers built into it. Oh yeah. That'd be yeah. even worse. Well, would it though? Cause you'd still, so this, well, the soda stream filter into it. Yeah. I mean, cause so you're, you've got an airline hooked up to it then, correct? Like a compressed well, you, airline. No, you, have to, you have to load, you have to load. So it's a, it's a Samsung refrigerator that has a soda stream machine built into it. And it does, you know, like, so just like how you would go to do your cold water. From yeah, the yeah, yeah. Yes. Cold you, water. you have what, soda stream on demand button in there as well. When I say worse, Wade, I mean it's worse from an embarrassment perspective, right? If I go to your house and you have a soda stream that stopped being used, you just throw it in the garbage. Yeah, you hide you hide that shit. Right. But if I go to your house and you have a refrigerator with a soda stream logo and they haven't made flavors for 10 years, that's just weird. It's so, like, what's that button do now? I have found somewhat of an alternative. It's definitely not a fix. It's, it's called, called buying soda. No, it's called, well, it's, it's called it's, it's called a two liter of Sam's Club, a Sam's Choice. It's uh like the Mio flavors, you know, like the drink shots. Yeah, like you Crystal can, Light. Very much like Crystal Light. Like mm -hmm. they have like a Kool Aid, but the problem is no one's making like a diet a, a, a cola flavored yeah. or like any type of cola flavored drink. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like. Because cola tastes like shit if it's not carbonated. That's kind right. of the, the the downfall of it. And and the thing is, is about those packets only work in diet. I love how all these exhausts. It's like the fucking world is opening back up again, and just all these, all the fucking assholes that have been keeping their loud ass cars in their garage sound like an old man right now. I was I was laughing because they're they exhaust. Were trying to have a, you know, loud stereos on the thing that we're not supposed to talk about, but um. They were doing some interview with some people in Rome about the the protests, and there you know these people stand there, and someone decided to roll up right be out of camera shot and start doing the Honda like, and like you just and the lady the lady and the person that she was interviewing were doing that thing where you start a sentence and then you stop and then you try to start it again. Because the guy would the guy would deliberately wait till they started they started talking. And then, it's every it's every summer day in Canastota. Yes. Well, up up here it's the freaking bro dozers with truck nuts and fucking double yeah. stacks just letting the the letting bro the dozers with truck with truck nuts. Oh my god! <laughs> very good. That oh, should Jesus. probably be the fucking. That I should think probably that be the one. Title. I think yeah, that one. Definitely. Maybe maybe it'll be. Um, Maybe it'll be a, a, a combination of face vagina and bro nuts <laughs> or bro dozers with, with truck nuts and face vaginas. <laughs> so I, I do think um, I thought I, I guess I would have assumed that Pepsi would have purchased SodaStream so that they could put their own licensed um, syrups out there. To people that you know, but I guess that would just be directly competing well, with their well, current products. So I guess wait, maybe wait, make wait. Sense. I I do have to I do have to push an addendum to this because like while you were talking, I started doing a bunch of you know I I started having the machine do multiple pokes. So Pepsi did actually start coming out with PepsiCo brand syrups. Really? For SodaStream, the problem is is that the SodaStream factory uh, the primary factory was located in the west bank and since israel's kind of engaged in a massive palestinian because most, oh, of, the, most of the staff was palestinian and in the palestine side of the west the west bank and says israel's kind of busy in the process of annexing the whole thing and they kind of had to 
They're okay. kind of they're kind of a company without a country at the moment. So, at what point don't you just say, "I'm going to get a fountain for my house," like like well, a proper I, I think, McDonald's soda fountain? Well, no. So here, yeah, here's the question: If you can afford the consumables on a soda stream, at what point do you just not like? Is it you know yeah. what? I'm going to make get I'm, a I'm direct water line. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You like you know like the what do they call it? I'm trying to think what the name of that company is, but you know the one that has the t they make the touch screens with like okay, I need to I need to go eight menus deep to like figure out I want an orange, yeah, strawberry vanilla mm -hmm. whatever. Those suck because if one of the machines down, it takes thirty minutes to get your drink, yes. because every fucking kid in front of you is hitting all the flavor buttons. Yeah, it's like come on, Are the mo's around here have them. They have those. Five you know, guys as well. Flavor, fucking great idea, right? I mean, it's a very personalized experience. Well. But fuck, it's like it's it's like going to Subway and asking everyone to make their own sandwich. Yeah, yes. let's see how fast <laughs> this operation goes. So in the in the same vein of um, Pepsi Co buying out SodaStream, and maybe now like I some. Some more information has been illuminated from from Gunner's findings. It's because of the. <laughs> Although, come on, like, is that a great fucking? Is that a really good investment? Like, yeah, we're really gonna launch this line. Three point two billion spent on a factory that's on the West Bank <laughs> between nations that have been warring for decades. Well, like, no, I mean, it's it's also. <sighs> How much, you know, it's also like a moment between the economic circumstances that we find ourselves in or whatever. They also might have needed the write off, Wade. Yeah, like, I mean, that's true. You know, like, you know, we talk, we're talking about that, you, you know, purchases that make no sense. You know, people talking about uh, Amazon buying JCPenney's. Uh, I mean, yeah. Can we talk but, about that? Let's talk about so that. Does that mean you can get your generic soda streams at JCPenney? Yes. Well, actually, until Amazon sees that they're selling very well, and then they make their own off-brand one. How about you get the soda stream and you get a dress shirt that's like folded in a way that looks good on the shelf, but that you'll have it'll take you twenty minutes to take all the fucking pins out, and then you're going to have to iron a brand new shirt. So Love here's that. the other question: It will every will everything smell like your grandparents' house by the time you get it by the time dude you, it, you know what's funny about the grandparents house smell which for wade was just his house yeah yes so that's kind of weird <laughs> but um the grandparents house smell like i've smelt it walking down the road i know really? and it's like yeah and i turn and i look at the house and i'm like oh god they have whatever's in a grandparents house and i think it's a combination of things i think it's it's burnt spaghetti sauce that's definitely think, in there I think it's something that we don't use anymore, but it's called allspice. Have you heard of allspice? Yes. Yeah. I think it's uh, a core ingredient that, for grandma's house. Does that go into pumpkin pie? Allspice or no? I think it goes into everything because it's called allspice. I think it's, the spice it's, melange. It's the allspice melange. <laughs> it's it's it, yeah. It's 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 it it does it. It really, it's, it's, it, it kind of suppresses consciousness. It's like, it doesn't expand consciousness. <laughs> it's just like, uh, I guess, so burnt, I guess I can, I guess it'd be bothered. It's burnt spaghetti sauce. It's all spice. It is, um, and this is a weird one, but it's Instant that coffee. It's that smell. Um, I'm going to dismiss that for now. Cause I just okay. came up with this and it's mine okay. and back off.
right. Um, <laughs> no, instant coffee is probably in there. Um, but it's, you know, like you walk into a basement that's really, really old and the basement is just like, it smells like dirt, but it's still a basement. I think it's a combination of like, like mold, mildew, and I don't know, maybe animal excrement. And, can- and canned items, items that have been canned and sat, been sitting there for like. Yeah. and But you know what you could smell? It's actually the rust on yes, the lids yes. of the cans. You could smell that rust. Those are the three ingredients or, but I mean, there's a fourth now. Thanks Gunner. And it's, it's instant coffee. Well, cause, cause again, like people think it's burned coffee, but no, it's instant coffee. <laughs> cause instant coffee has its own. It was own burned weird... and then it was frozen and now you get to drink it. Cause you know, all beverages are great frozen like milk. Yeah. Frozen milk. <laughs> Have you ever drank it? I, 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 we all drank. God no, milk, right? Well, I mean, you've never fro- drank frozen milk. Semi frozen, I guess. No. Yeah. Sometimes no, the but, fridge makes it too cold. No, but I mean, so your parents never froze milk when they had a surplus, and then you drank it later. Uh, you never no, did that, Gunner. You've definitely no, done this. No, no, I, I never did that. You've never, Gunner. You live on a fucking farm. How have you well, not yeah, frozen we, and then redrank well, milk? It's because your parents well, have good taste buds. I don't think well, you're that, supposed to do that. That and, we, that and we do evaporate it if you're going to keep it around for a while. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a it thing? tastes terrible. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I've been, I'm going to tell you this, like super secret tech bad. for Americans. And it's perfectly healthy. Evaporated really? milk and coffee. Yeah. Not half. Don't do half and half. Evaporated. Yeah. Way yeah, it, t- it tastes bad, but it's not bad for you. Milk actually is um, milk is actually good for you, even when it tastes like like vomit. The because it's pasteurized, the stuff that grows in it doesn't hurt you. It just smells like it smells like death, but it's actually not bad for you. It's very difficult to get sick off of milk, although you might puke drinking it. But that's just a gang reflex. <laughs> That's just you just have to ignore it. You just have <laughs> to ignore it. And keep going. Mouth. So Amazon buying JC at first glance, I I just don't know how it makes sense. How does a a company that has essentially built a vast majority of their business as an anti brick and mortar yeah. buy a company that is a retail brick and mortar company? Well, well, I mean, th- think about it this way. Um, there's probably like two primary objectives. I mean, like they bought Whole Foods, and that was one to get kind of in that grocery market. But two, it was to actually set up the local delivery infrastructure because that, you know, like they, they have Amazon supply chain kind of keeping them stocked up. But, you know, like they emerged there. It, with JCPenney, it's the same thing where it's like, okay, we have Amazon merchandise in a local, you know, like in a location, but we also can basically use them as micro distribution centers. See, I wonder if that's where they're going. I love this topic because I like speculative topics because they're fun. They're fun Mm -hmm. to kind of throw stuff and see what sticks at the wall. The micro distribution is the obvious one, right? I mean, you could almost say the same thing about Whole Foods. You could say that if if Amazon wanted to, they could just flip a switch and just repurpose that staff to do something that they need to do. I mean, basic. Basically, we're talking about what Sears would have, what Sears should have done, if they weren't taken over by like a guy who decided that everybody in Sears needed to go full Lord of the Flies on each other to prove that they, you know, it's the, it's, it's the Joker and the, the Dark Knight, 
or the Dark Knight Rises or whatever. Like when he breaks no, the pool cue and he says, "Like there's a there's there's a bunch of growth opportunities here, but there's only oh there's an only an opening for one." Do you he think so? First of all, oh sorry, no, go ahead. We're having tryouts. <laughs> yes. Did you, do you think do you think they're going to keep the brand name? First question. There's, I mean, like, there's no, there's no value to the traditional Amazon customer for it. Yeah, I think, um, I kind of agree. I don't know why. I don't know if the brand name now carries that much weight. I guess maybe, you know what I think they do for now? They keep it to keep like people that were kind of used to it and used to go to JCPenney, you know, a lot, maybe like for the older crowd, but eventually it gets phased out into something else. Well, if they do something like they rebrand at pennies, right? They just, they they re they they keep a part of the name. They call it pennies, Amazon pennies, and they actually have it. They try they test out the idea of a retail store that sells all the like the lower quality Amazon um, Amazon Select stuff. Yep, no, that's like that, in I the was store. Thinking, I, I was thinking that as well. Like you know, you basically you're basically using them to tune the algorithm. That their in-store shop, like their online shopping one does, because you're trying, you basically use it as a control basis. You have a store that effectively functions as a laboratory that you're watching your customers do stuff in. And besides the click on click stuff, you, you know, you, you by walking into the store, you basically agreed to, to be psychologically experimented on. So here's a question to that then to, to add to that. Um, mm-hmm. So this is eventually, Okay, I'm walking into a an Amazon Pennies, right? So now are you essentially are they just slowly but surely lowering your expectation to essentially ascend their brand? Like yes. maybe it's a little bit cheaper than the JC Penny stuff, but it's you know, it's eventually you start associating with, well, it's just as good. It's not that different, right? Like you know, maybe not paying quite as well, close attention to it. Well, if you think about retail, a lot of stuff that we buy retail falls in that category anyway. Um, and if you think about stuff that's been successful in retail. Um, there hasn't been a whole lot that's just like, oh my gosh, this is taking over retail right now. And uh, one thing I've seen somehow do well um, when all the other stores are closing is stuff like Five Below. And Five Below really, I mean, we can all call it the new dollar store, right? Because a, a dollar back when the dollar stores first came out are more like $5 now. So Five Below is like the new dollar store. But sure. I'm constantly seeing people say, hey, look at the skateboard. I got it at five below or, um, you know, check out this chair. I got it at five below. And and I, and I go there and I, I don't know if there's anything I'd bring out of there except for maybe a bag of candy, um, which is probably overpriced at five below. But, you know, if, if, if they're going to hone their skills on actually getting into the dying retail space, I wonder if it's going to be fucking Funko Pops, right? Because I... Have you noticed that that every single store that's still like every like like retail store that doesn't sell clothing that's still alive right now in the mall, they have some form of that. They have some form of like the um the the geek culture stuff. Well, yeah, you know, and maybe that's the thing, too, is that like maybe they're not maybe they're not exclusively an Amazon storefront. Maybe they're. Maybe it's a third. Maybe you're basically you're hosting you're hosting other sellers in there. And I, I think the distribution would be like I think you, I think you're right on that, Gunner, um, because there's a lot of overlap. 
Like think about think about Christmas shopping, right? The last minute Christmas shopping. Um, have you guys done have you guys done your Christmas shopping? And I know we had an episode on this and my memory sucks. Um, do you guys do your Christmas shopping online? Do you usually go to stores? Do you do it last minute? Do you do it in advance? Like what type yeah. of shoppers are you guys? Yes. Yes, all <laughs> of that. <laughs> I typically have gotten better with the online shopping, I try not to leave everything to last minute, mm -hmm. but if it's last minute, I mean, obviously you're going to a brick and mortar, um, mm -hmm. but I've gotten pretty good with uh, doing it off online, like Amazon or something like that. Because have you noticed what's happened to the stores? Like I have a, um, I have a brother-in-law and, and he works at Lowe's and he says that Lowe's does not sell televisions except on Black Friday. So they just bring the they just bring the stock in so that they can, you know, yeah. just sell it for that day. Essentially, there's this there's this like yeah there's this like like panic buying, and the the retail has kind of responded to it. Now I noticed this, and I I was not prepared. Um, I noticed this when I was at a um, like a TJ Maxx, right? Which they're supposed to have like like. The sizes that didn't sell well, or you know, a couple of stitches are off on the garments. But during the Christmas season, they've been completely repurposed as like like they don't even have shelves for these toys, right? You can't even walk between the aisles. There is just anything and everything you can think about for a Christmas gift. Most of them are fairly generic, right? So like family games or, you know, RC cars and stuff like that. But the, the, the store just kind of like, like, like transforms and turns into the seasonal store. And I can only imagine people that are going in there to buy clothes are like, fuck this place during Christmas season. Like it's just unbearable. So I don't know, maybe something along those lines where, um, you know, where they just stock seasonal stuff. I mean, think about this, this one idea, right? Think about buying fireworks, right? It is such a fucking crapshoot, especially in areas like, like, like New York, where it's like, it's, 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 it's illegal in certain counties, but legal in some counties. Think about just walking into an Amazon store and buying fireworks. Like, you know, they're not going to be, you're, you're probably not going to blow your hand off, but you know, they're also not going to be visible from 10 miles away, right? They're going right. to be Amazon quality fireworks. <laughs> but during the 4th of July, it's, it's really hard to know who to trust in most of the tents that you go to are these kind of like thrown up tents and you really feel like some guy just bulk ordered these things from China and you're going to blow your fucking hand off, you know? So maybe something like that, more of like the seasonal, uh, you know, overturn, um, maybe Amazon pennies. <laughs> I said it yeah. before it was no, announced. Actually, so, you know, but this, it's interesting that you, you, you talk about that model because it's almost like, what's the, what's the Halloween one? Yeah, spirit. spirit, spirit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like they're, what a they're, they're, fucking they're, they're, trash bag. That place sucks so bad. Yet we all go <laughs> because there's nothing left. All the costume stores are fucking closed around here. Right. Yeah. It's, they can't afford to stay open year round. Yeah. There's one place that used to be on Erie Boulevard. They moved from someplace else. I don't. I don't remember the name of it. It's on well, Erie no, Boulevard. But, the last time where well, we bought our wigs, Trace. Doherty's. That's actually, Doherty's. but you know, but this gets Doherty's into an masquerade. Are they still open? An interest, no, yeah, I believe they're. No, did they close? I don't believe they're open. 
I don't believe they're open. I believe um, we were looking for a Halloween wig and we ended up settling for something last time at Spirit. And Spirit's a weird one, right? Because they just like take over an abandoned, they just take over like some abandoned yeah. store for, for a month. <laughs> well, you know, what, what? how does, like, do you say that like Amazon basically builds a perpetual place that there's never... Like the inventory, like the basically their their lineup could effectively completely change within the course of a week. They could. It, the <laughs> other thing too, and this, I just thought of this now. Most of these thoughts are coming just off of my brain as this topic goes. That's why I love this fucking topic. I love speculative topics because that's the way my brain works. <laughs> um, what if this is their foot in the door for a takeover? So, if you think about like like an IKEA, right? Ikea is just like, okay, this is our product, but we're going to have a standard. And when you come in here, you're going to have the best fucking meatballs you've ever eaten, right? You're going to walk in one door, you're going to walk out the other door, and you're going to spend $1,000, including spending money on fucking our cinnamon buns and our meatballs. You're going to go through this entire process start to finish. What if JCPenney is like, is like their way of saying, knock, knock all mall owners? We're just going to take a little tiny spot out of this building. But when we're the only ones still alive, it's our mall. And they fucking take that's, the mall over. That's actually, that's not. Uh. And now they well, own I mean, the food you're gonna court. Have, you're going to have all these. <laughs> yeah, well, no, but but even that, it's like there, there's all this real estate that's basically just going to be abandoned here shortly. I mean, huh. Just for a uh, note, Doherty's uh, is permanently closed. Yeah. That's sad. kind of a bummer. But, you know, the other thing is, is that who's to say that they're, they do it to deliberately make money anyways? Like, it wouldn't be the first time that a company bought another company just to write off, basically to have like a perpetual tax write-off or a profit write-off. I mean... You know, what is what are the, one of the things they talk about right now is that Bezos is kind of like Bezos and his crew are scrambling to figure out where to stick money because of the human malware like surge that Amazon has been seeing. Like they've they've the retail operation is more profitable than AWS at the moment. And they're just like they don't know where to they they need to get rid of this money before like they have to account for it. Otherwise, world governments are going to come after them. <laughs> You know, I was thinking about um I I was thinking about this this whole, you know, slowdown, the new normal, whatever the fuck everyone's calling it. And um I was thinking about like how we've all reacted to the lack of like retail. And for the most part, and you know, I happen to be in an area that's actually retail's actually oh, it opened up today, which is fucking crazy. And traffic yeah, is phase just, two now, or we're in phase two, yeah. And traffic, I mean, there has just been cars everywhere. Everyone's just like getting in their car and just speeding down the road. I don't know how they're in such a rush to go fucking nowhere, but whatever. Um, but while retail was closed, there's some things that people are just fine with, like you know, if you're if you if you've already hit your growth spurt and you're at the height you're going to be for the rest of your life, you probably just get shorter as you get older. You know, you don't really need a new pair of pants usually. You usually, have a couple, right? And nobody's going to be judging you if you're sitting around in your pajamas. But like with us, like we have 
we have children and those children have grown in the last three months. Some of them don't fit in any of their clothes, right? And normally we just go to a retail store and we just pick out clothes, try them on, you know, um, grab them, usually, you know, their size. But with the lockdown, it's like, well, okay, they can they can wear their pajamas for a few more days, but we're going to need to get shorts. They don't fit in the last year's shorts. You know, let's get some shorts. And it just makes me realize it's like, First of all, are we ever going to shop for some of these items in a store ever again? You know, so maybe JCPenney wasn't the right move, you know? Um, I don't know. But then it's like the fucking mailman is just delivering my children's clothes now. And it's such a strange concept. I guess maybe it shouldn't be that strange because a lot of people have just been ordering everything offline for for, for a while. But the fact that, that that we almost didn't have a choice is very odd to me, right? I mean, you imagine being the mailman and just delivering like fucking truckloads after truckloads of clothing this spring. Well, there are like, so I'm perfect example. Uh, I ordered some shoes off of Amazon once. Gunner now owns them. I don't know if he still owns them, but like. I looked very carefully at all the reviews and it said, you know, if you're this size, you know, it's, I'm pretty sure they were put together in a sweatshop in China somewhere, but you know, if you're a 12 order a 13 or something like that, whatever I did, I followed the instructions to a T those fuckers came and they were too fucking small. <laughs> like until they figure out, I don't know, yeah. maybe Amazon comes out with a whole new, like, hair. this is your Amazon, you know, fitting shirt and well, your actually, Amazon fitting well, pants and your Amazon fitting shoes and you throw it on and it takes the measurements and then it sends it out like well you, you say that um because my father's been getting his boots through there now what they'll do is they actually build they you know like, what, the, what they do is they actually send you multiples so oh, it's not really? just different shoes it's like okay yeah. you want to like here's a style like they'll they won't do it they'll say like here's here's the size that you asked for here's three or four shoes that are not identical. They're different. They're different size. You know, like they're different styles. They're pretty close to each other. Try these on, see which one fits better. And like, the other thing is, is that the, like, cause it's kind of insidious because it's, it's like part of their wardrobe. Like what are the, what's that one that they do the, the podcast? Like the, we'll, we'll, we'll build an outfit for you or something like that. You know, like, cause guys can't fucking shop for clothes, mm -hmm. I guess. But <laughs> so it was interesting about that point is that that's actually Zappos is, is their, that's their biggest problem. Zappos is the largest shoe um, retailer on the internet. Um, and that's their biggest problem is that, like Gunner said, they almost have to send you multiple pairs of shoes. And what's interesting is, you know, I heard the uh, the uh, the interview um, on uh, on NPR's How I Built This podcast, and uh, and Guy Raz is interviewing the um, the founder of Zappos, and he says, "We're not a sh we're not a a shoe company. We're a customer service company. We just happen to be selling shoes right now." And I find that very interesting because you have to be really good at customer service to know that 30% of every pairs of shoes that you send are going to be the wrong size, right? I mean, to the point where like I went to Foot Locker for the first time in a while, uh, right before all this happened. And uh, 
when I sat down, the guy came out with a couple different sizes. He's like, let's try a couple different sizes. It's just normal, right? If they have the size that you just measured at and a size a little bit bigger, or a little bit smaller, it's just going to save him walking into this fucking, into the, the back warehouse while these shoes are stored. It's going to save him that effort by grabbing both of them now. Um, same thing with shipping them back. You really have to have good customer service to convince your customers. And in your case, Wade, did you buy those for a wedding? No. So those shoes, they were just sneakers. Like just they look sneakers. really cool. I like the, I like the, uh, color combination. I need a new kind of pair of, you know, just walking around sneakers or whatever. Didn't have to be too comfortable. Like I wasn't going to wear them a ton. Just maybe when I went out and did something, you know, not really formal, but, um, and they were like the right price, right? So, I, <laughs> I like I said, it's the the they weren't all that expensive, and honestly, the effort and time would have taken to return them and yeah. potentially yeah. get another size that probably didn't fit all that right mm-hmm. was just kind of like pointless. So I was like, you know what? Let me give it to somebody that can actually use them. Have you seen the guys that do the Amazon uh, restock unboxings? No. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, I have. Like, they'll buy like a pallet of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I have seen that. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Like, the, like they, 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 what, essentially like, eBay, right? They just, yeah, it's like, like Amazon, Amazon knows that there's certain items that have a really, you have a really hard time reselling them. Um, and the packaging is uh, is very laborious to repackage them, and then you got to list them as refurbished. So Amazon will just be like, "Hey, you know what? Instead of restocking this huge box of returns, oh, we'll just auction them off and see how much we can get for them." And yeah, like a guy will like buy it for two thousand dollars, and then he'll resell every fucking item. He'll list and resell it individually, which I find really interesting because it's actually like. It's actually like a really convenient way of doing it because you either pay somebody <laughs> a salary to list and resell these things, right? To list them as as refurbished and then, you know, go through the whole Amazon Prime shipping and all that. Or you just sell them. You're like, "Now nah, we'll we'll take our losses on this." Um we just we just don't think that people are going to buy used underwear. And there's a lot of used underwear in them, by the way. Well, uh, I, sorry, I, I don't mean I shouldn't use the phrase used underwear. There's a lot of underwear that has been purchased and returned and returned. Yes. Right. Often there'll be one pair that was worn just to find out that they were the wrong size. And then they all get sent back and Amazon's just like, nope, let's put them in this box, sell them, sell them along with the fucking old routers or, or whatever, whatever got returned this week for $2,000. The, the Xbox with the broken face plate. <laughs> Oh, we are at 50 minutes. We still got we still got some topics. What's next? Well, you guys really want to talk about this one. So I think I'm going to let you guys talk about this one. Um, and Gunner just left. I said, you know, I just mentioned the time and he just left. Nobody knows that, though, because they don't have the Gunner left and Gunner return sound. So Gunner never really left. He was always here. In your hearts. <laughs> um, so you guys were drawing some parallels between the very sad stuff that's going on now and uh, the Cyberpunk 2077 game, um, as well as you, you, you guys had an interesting question, and it was, uh, you know, which character you'd be, right? Which, which playable character? 
what yeah. what what, what essentially well i guess it's a it's it's loaded because we don't know what cyberpunk 2077 if they're going to have like a class system it sounds like more you learn the skills you want to and play kind of how you want to mm-hmm. um so i actually don't know if uh i don't know gunner you might know more than i do no, like, about what, that. What, what, what what job what job do you see for yourself in in the, in the new regime now that uh Oh, so you were more talking about like where we'd find ourselves after, like in a in in like a dystopian world. Well, now, yeah, now, now, what, 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 what do, what do us current, what do you currently translate into? That's a good question. Now that we're we're falling into blatant dystopia. That's a good question. I thought you meant like specific people from the game. No, no, it's gonna be hard for me to pick a character. You know, like I would have you guys pick my character. <laughs> I think Trace would probably be a Decker. Thinking he's a net runner. Yeah, what is it? A net runner? What's a Decker? A, de- a Decker? Well, I I'm going off. I guess I'm going off. So as uh, Gunner and I were talking about this, mm-hmm. I said like, okay, so if we're gonna like have to come up with classes and mm-hmm. or vocations or jobs, mm-hmm. um, we should probably reference something with a little bit more rigidity as far as classes go. So we've also talked about this, uh, like Shadowrun was a very, very uh, cyberpunk D&D tabletop. I believe it started. Did it start as a tabletop? Yes. Um, and Shadowrun had all these. Ha- you had a – actually, you know what? Let's pull it up right now. That's the power of the internet. Shadowrun classes. Archetypes, if you will. You had Deckers. So – can slide like a whisper through the database of giant corporations, spiriting away the only thing of real value, information. You've got your street samurai, which are enforcers for hire who combat, whose combat skills and reflexes make them the ultimate urban predators. You've got riggers, which is can manipulate vehicles and drones for a variety of purposes. You've got like ma- So this ma- magic is kind of in this world as well, so that's kind of like a combination. Mages, those rare folk who possess the gift of wielding shapes, shaping the magical energies. It's a mage, essentially. Shamans. Um, like monks? Not really, because physical adepts, they say, are, are like monks. Shamans are specialized mages Shamans who are attend like to Native the natural American, magic. Like basically, yeah. They can, they can, <laughs> yeah. yeah can, well, you know, but the, yes, yeah, so they have, they, you know, and if we go to cyber, you know, like some, there's like, there's, there's a lot of overlap because cyberpunk was very cyber, you know, like Shadowrun's kind of like a gestalt of the two. But, you know, Shadowrun had, um, you know, you, you basically, you had, yeah, you had your street samurai, basically guys who'd like go around and just, you know, they, they were cleaning house. You have what they call fixers who are just people who know people. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like the guy that would, yeah. You know, like you're in the army movie that would have to be like, hey, I, you know, like mm-hmm. I, you can't get this thing, but I know somebody yep. who knows somebody. Uh-huh. Uh, you had your, you had your uh, net runner slash Decker, who is basically your, your computer hacker or computer whatever. Hacker, you know, but, yeah. Well, you know, but it's also, you know, it, where this blows out to is that like, how do you, how do you, how do you take care of yourself now that, uh, I mean, like we're not like Mad Max dystopia. Is, is but, dead an option? Yeah, that that is a popular option in most of these. Quite a bit, yeah. yeah. I, I think you know. I mean, if I were to really, if I were to really paint a picture, I'd say there's a good chance I'd be dead. Um, I'd be dead for a multitude of reasons. Um, and the number one is my children. Um, I was gonna say your fa- like every anyone with a family, essentially, like you're at a real disadvantage. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, my negotiating powers aren't as good um, as others, and 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 I, I would I would do whatever, and I would probably it would probably be dead. Um, well, you've got like four physical exploits that are just hanging yeah. around you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I think I think dad would probably be it. Um, I probably would be more of the networker um, in, in, in a real dog-eat-dog society, a real anarchist society, because as, as much as I am in the computer industry, I'm not, um, I'm not really low-level enough, and I don't really enjoy low-level enough to, be, to just spend my days uh, hacking. So I don't... I, I think I would probably fall closer into the category of someone that is um, I, I'm more of a people person. I think I would win on the people person skills, and for that, it would be what? What, is, what was the networking guy? The fix, the fixer, the, the fixer. The fixer. I, I don't like the name. I mean, but it's better than being dead, so I'll take it. <laughs> Using your choices, fixer or death. How about you, Wade? You want to be the samurai? I know you want to be the samurai. I don't. I don't want to. It's just like when I look at all these options. Just that's what I do. I just slay. <laughs> I, I just don't see under the choice. Like a physical adept, I guess, is what. But like, I thought I was hoping the physical adept were like the guys that like, uh, like did like mods to their bodies. You know um, what, Wade? I that? I didn't think about this. No, you you're totally you're totally the mage. Because yeah. because you if that's one of the possibilities, then why well, wouldn't you be right? It, well, it's not actually, like it's not like any of us can have credentials for fucking magic. It's true. You just have it or you don't. Well, actually, wait, wait. So here's the thing: would you would you be the mage, or would you be the rocker boy? I What's a rocker person. Boy? I don't the even know rocker, rocker boy. Is. It, the, the rocker boy is from Cyberpunk, but is it basically someone who uses their own personal charisma to assemble a group around them? To accomplish just ta basically that your ta your talent is basically getting people to be friends with you. I mean, and then sell them on <laughs> sell them on bad ideas. I don't I know. Mean, I think Wade. I think Wade would spend a lot of his time telling people that they're wrong, and because of that, he either needs he needs the ability to kill them or manipulate them with his mind or magic. Well, then, I mean, well, I mean there's there's he's a magi. He, well, actually, yeah, what, he's the mage. Whatever. Magic? Yeah, that's I I I don't I, Wade. That's what you are. I don't think you have a okay. choice. <laughs> I, I mean, that's okay. <laughs> I've elected you. It could be worse. <laughs> What's Gunner though? Oh, Gunner is a combination. He's a custom. He's definitely a rigger and probably a shaman because he lives on a farm. So he's, he's he's with like the earth magic. I like that. No, I like that. Gunner, and he works up your roles. I mean, I, I did make the mistake of teaching way too much sand how to think. So, I, 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 <laughs> oh god, I broke my I broke my house. I broke my house teaching sand how to think. So, assuming this game is amazing, um, and we have like a couple minutes here. Um, by a couple, I mean like one. Um, <laughs> when has it already come out? Is it coming out soon? Uh, it's been it, pushed back a little bit. Yeah, they wanted to do some final polish work on it, but uh, this is made by a real video game company. Wow, it's also just like ridiculously ambitious. Yeah, because it, it's it's been in the work for like it's been in the work for like eight years now. But you guys think this, you guys think this is going to be fucking huge, right? 
I think that there's no way it can live up to the expectations that it is set for itself. And Mm -hmm. in fairness, it's not like it's not it's it hasn't taken your typical it hasn't taken your typical triple A route like it's gonna be badass. It's like this is what we're offering and we hope that you like it. We were really tried we really tried to be ambitious with this. We 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 want yeah, so because the other thing is is that the advantage that they have well, and maybe I don't know if it's advantage because like there's there's chains that come from that too. Is that this is based on a very in depth yeah. role playing game in and of itself, and the company that's making it has done like three very successful, successively larger, big open world games like on the scale of a red dead redemption too, you know, like, but it's like the, what the, you know, like they're, they've, they've gotten very good. It's more than that though. Than that. It's more than that. They have taken essentially, I believe it's a Polish written fantasy series. Yes. Well, that's, that's the way, that's where yeah. the Witcher comes from. We're talking about the Witcher. So yeah. because of that game, literally a Netflix series was made based on, you could say based on the books, but they never would have been based on the books well, without the yes. popularity well, of the video it game. It was a throw. It was a throwaway. Like the the author got pissed because. So you're saying I gotta watch The Witcher? Yes, but um, the, I the think author, you should, but because it doesn't look like Cyberpunk 2077 sounds. No. Oh God, no! But, it's set in like you know medieval high fantasy kind of. But they're era. loosely based off of each other. Well, no, no, the, the, no, no, the, no, no, game, no. the games, the way that what they did studio. I same studio. Oh, okay, Same studio. okay, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. a fantasy world, but it's just the, the kind of the way that you the way that you interact with this world. Gotcha. So, in that context, you know, you have this high fantasy. You know, like you're just dealing with, you know, like you have a fantasy world, but there's all this background stuff going on. But in cyberpunk, it's like yeah, you know, cyberpunk 2077. It's like okay, we live in the Blade Runner Japanese. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you had a game that was pretty much a more neon version of that Kowloon walled city with <laughs> yeah with, with 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 cyborgs lots of cyborgs and 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 the ability to install mouth vaginas genitals of every variation and color that you can imagine side note uh project cd project red has set a hard release date september 17th, uh, september 17th 2020 oh. not too far away no not far at all not far at all any uh if if and when the uh the game does excellently well how long before a uh netflix <laughs> rendition of it comes out i'm yeah that would that would maybe, be very, well maybe black mirror will produce a full-length movie well because <laughs> this gets it this gets interesting because it, it's the threshold of like altered carbon did i was that, gonna like, say elysium yeah. dystopian cyberpunk thing pretty good you know where it's like the wealthy have the wealthy. You know, like the wealthy just live in a fundamentally mm-hmm. transformative experience. Yeah. But, um, have you watched the second season though? I have not watched the second season. No, I don't think anyone. Has. <laughs> oh, really? Is it was it just not good, or is just other stuff has come up? Instead? No, it's good. It's just you know sometimes the premise is better than the show, and I hate to say that because it's a fantastic show. But, you know, it's like the Matrix, right? You, you watch the first Matrix and you're just like, whoa, your mind's blown because the premise is is exposed. You watch the second Matrix and you're like, okay, that was a good movie. That was a solid movie. But you don't get the the same wow factor that you get out of the first one where your mind is just blown. And you're like, what? what is a 
simulation world like. So, um, yeah, no, I haven't been able to finish it myself personally, but I'm. Uh, it's also lockdown, so I'm one of the. I'm a statistic. I'm one of the people that just stopped watching Netflix and have been watching like all of the nine minute, twelve minute YouTube videos that the rest of the world has been consuming on mass for the last fifteen years, and <laughs> I'm just finally jumping on that bandwagon. I think I catch up. That's all. Don't harm the fall. <laughs> well, I think we've run over time at this point. Am I correct in that assumption? Yes, sir. Then it's time for me to kill it then. <laughs> it's time for me to do what I do best. Fucking kill, kill, kill the show. show. Kill the past. Yes, let's kill it. Choke, uh, choke the snake. Choke. <laughs> choke that snake. Choke that snake. <laughs> With choke that, that snake. Oh, we taking it out already? <laughs> <laughs> you cutting him off? You choking out Wade now? So with snake that, that, snake that joke. I uh, everyone, for, thank you for listening. We appreciate your continued support, um, and uh, we hope to hear from you in the comment section. And uh, I hope that you'll give us share with some of your uh, friends, family, and maybe enemies as well. But uh, with that, we'll catch you later. Now, Gunner, go ahead and take him out.